0: Hey Katie. Hey Ben. So today's episode is a two-parter. We're going to be talking about a lot of things including politics, uh, some philosophy, some maybe some soul-searching. Fraud. Some fraud. <laughs> this is this is like this is all, a big one. All of the elements of a mystery novel.
1: <laughs> sure yeah.
0: Um, you are listening to part one of a two-parter of Linear Digressions.
1: So I think we should actually begin several decades ago. I want to talk a little bit about data science as it relates to studies of elections. And this is something that I personally have found a little more interesting recently because of the new job that I'll be taking in a few months. I'll be working in a company that, that does a lot of things involved in elections.
0: And also we'll have an election coming up in the next year in the States. Yes. So there's going to be a lot of data to sift through.
1: Oh, you bet. Uh, and people like me are going to be sifting through it. And one of the things that, and, and this is an active topic of research, is how do elections work? What aspects of, of campaigning are effective and which ones aren't? And so mm, this story, okay. yeah.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. So if you're a political candidate and you only have so much money... Where are you going to spend that money? Are you going to spend it on billboards? Or are you going to spend it on paper flyers under people's windshields? I hate it when they do that. <laughs> or are you going to spend it on canvassers? Absolutely. Like, that's This is important data to have.
1: Right. And so let's go back maybe 30, 40 years to the way that campaigns used to be run. And it was a very uh, kind of broadcasting way Of campaigning and by broadcasting what I mean is there were the the campaign tools were things like speeches to large audiences, Mm -hmm. uh, billboards, TV ads, the stuff that treats you exactly the same as your neighbor and maybe exactly the same as the guy on the other side of the city.
0: Mm. Casting Um, a wide net with a single
1: action. Sort of, yeah. And so there was there a, a team of researchers. Um, this these are sort of the two most famous guys in the field. They're called Gerber and Green, um, two political scientists who started to they started by <laughs> trying to answer the question: Do campaigns matter? And what I mean by that is we have this sort of idea. I don't know about you, but I, when I look at a campaign. Usually before the campaign even starts, I have a pretty good idea of what my opinions are on the issues, who I think I'm probably gonna vote for.
0: Oh, interesting. So they were trying to figure out, does it even matter if these candidates campaign or are we so set in our views from the very beginning, I'm gonna vote liberal, I'm gonna vote Republican that the campaign doesn't do enough to be, even be worth having?
1: That was the fundamental question they were trying to answer. And so the way that they did this, this is a very important and, and subtle point of doing research like this, was they had a randomized controlled trial. And so the idea of a randomized controlled trial is imagine that you, Ben, exist in the world. And uh, I'm trying to test the hypothesis of whether campaigning affects whether you vote for me or not in okay. an election. And there are sort of two aspects to this. The first one is, can I convince you that I'm the person you should vote for? Second aspect of this is, can I convince you to actually leave your house on election day and go vote? Mm, Um, But we'll, we'll set that aside for a moment. And so in a perfect world, what I could do as an experiment is I would have two copies of you. And one of you, I would send a canvasser to knock on your door. I would send you a flyer and put it on your windshield and you'd be mad at me. Yeah, right. I would put an ad on your favorite TV show.
0: Mmm, plot uh, twist. I don't watch TV.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: So this is Ben 1, you're doing all this
1: This is Ben 1. And then in a perfect world, I would have Ben 2, and i just leave Ben 2 to live his life.
0: Just believe me Happily alone. <laughs> alone.
1: Now, of course, we don't live in a universe where, uh, where we can...
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I was going to ask that. I mean, like, ideally, you'd run an election where everybody campaigns, and then you'd run an exact identical election with... A copy of everybody on the planet Earth, Earth Prime or something, Mm -hmm. and you don't run the campaign. And that'd be a really easy way to see, you know, clearly all else being equal, does the campaigning have an effect? But we can't do that.
1: Exactly. And so the way that in general we deal with this problem is with randomized control trials.
0: Okay. So, So yeah, what does that mean?
1: Right. So what it means is we have a large number of people. and we randomly assign them to either a group that gets the treatment. So in this case, that would be the group that gets campaigned to. Um, and then the other uh, randomly selected group will be the people who we leave alone. And okay. Yeah.
0: So right now, we're not talking about Ben 1 and Ben 2. We're talking about large numbers of people and if you split them into group a and group b and you have enough people statistically it's unlikely that you're going to get all that much noise
1: yeah and so it's important that you have a group that's large enough that it evens out who gets the treatment and who doesn't but yeah um that then you can start to you have people in in both groups who have similar features to each other and then when you aggregate over the entire group, you can see the difference that it makes when you intervene with one of the groups versus leaving the other group alone.
0: Okay, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense.
1: And I should add that this is this is not something that they just do in political science and stuff. This is the basis of things like A/B testing in like website performance and things like that, which we should actually just do a whole episode on. But this has this has many different applications in in various fields yeah. of research. So this and
0: throughout throughout science as well.
1: Yeah, pretty standard stuff.
0: So take me back to Gerber and Green.
1: Right. So Gerber and Green have this idea to do randomized controlled trials. And they wanted to understand how much of an effect it makes on who you vote for and whether you even vote in the first place mm-hmm. if, if someone shows up to try to campaign to you. And this was a surprisingly difficult thing to do, actually, because on the one hand, of course, we want to know this. You know, this is This is a very interesting question to be able to answer, and we should know whether campaigns make a difference. On the other hand, if you're the guy who's the candidate, (laughs) you don't want some professor coming in and saying like, hey, can you do me a favor and not campaign to a bunch of people? i tell them,
0: no, this is my big shot. Leave me alone. Right. (laughs) I'm campaigning.
1: And that's why I think in some ways it took as long as it did. You know, this is a fairly recent innovation to do randomized controlled trials of this stuff. how
0: How did they run this experiment then?
1: So they basically did, um, like I said, they randomly assigned people to different Mm -hmm. groups. Uh, They were at Yale at the time, so they did this particular experiment in New Haven. And so they assigned you to one of several different groups, again, randomly, and there was one group that didn't get any intervention. There was a group that got a a mailer. There was a group that got someone who showed up at your door. I might be forgetting a couple of categories, but they basically then tracked who got what treatment and Mm -hmm. whether they showed up to vote. Mm And they, they came to the conclusion that um, you know, depending on exactly what kind of campaigning you're exposed to, you have different levels of whether you show up to vote. And and the conclusion of this was that yes, campaigns do make a difference. And this opened up a whole field of study because then the question is, well, what's the best way to campaign to somebody?
0: Mm-hmm because I wanna take my campaigning dollars and put them in the right pots.
1: Exactly, and so that, that has spawned basically a whole field of research into how you should campaign to someone um, you know, given what you know about them, what's the most effective way to approach them. And this is the way that modern uh, sort of campaigning is done is, is they take uh, sometimes very specific profiles of people or, or families or communities and they try to target them in the most effective way possible. So that means in terms of the way that they approach you, the type of message that they bring to you when they're trying to convince you to vote. Um, these are all things that are being very actively studied in uh, by the campaigns, by the, the, the political science professors, stuff like this. That is the background. Um, I think maybe this is a good time to say that uh, in the next episode, things are going to take a very dramatic turn for Don green, of 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 Gerber and Green. Da, 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 da. Um yeah, maybe I should just foreboding. maybe I should just leave it there and not even leave a teaser <laughs> beyond that. <laughs> very, very interesting study that Don Green was involved in last year that has gotten exponentially more interesting in the last few weeks.
0: Linear Digressions is a podcast about data science and machine learning produced and recorded in the Studios of Udacity a company dedicated to education. We've got some awesome courses made by people like Katie and me in data science and other tech fields. We should also remind you that all views expressed during this program were those of the speakers and not of Udacity.
1: This is a Creative Commons endeavor, which means you can share it any way you like. Just tell them we said hi. To find out more about this or any other episode of Linear Digressions, go to LinearDigressions.com. And if you don't mind, leave us a review on iTunes so other people get to listen to this content too. Thank you for being here. And we'll see you next time.